Hello everyone, it's Joe here and welcome to episode number 17 of the Snake Draft FPL League podcast. In this show, we'll be going through all the key issues in Draft Fantasy Premier League. There'll be a bit about our league, which is hosted by the website Draft Fantasy Football. We use official FPL scoring with the addition of Kante points, which are one extra point for every two tackles or interceptions. So while we're focused on DFF, what we chat about will also definitely apply to official FPL and Togger-style Draft Fantasy as well. We'll also chat through a couple of general football and fantasy topics, such as team and player comparisons. If you're listening on audio and you haven't seen the YouTube channel, I would definitely advise going over there because we do a few more bits than just a podcast. Snake Draft FPL is a 12-man head-to-head league, and I'm joined today by two absolute reliable guys, <laughs> you know, the best people in the league. They're both hungover, but they, they just <laughs> turn up anyway. They don't dip out of the last minute. Connor. Connor. Um, Mike, how are you feeling? Are you feeling a bit uh, rough? A little worse for wear. Me and Nick went out last night, had a few beers. <laughs> a few? All, all day, to be fair. Went out, yeah, the, yeah. Uh, went out for the Saints game. Good draw. Saints, Spurs, good draw. And it's a good night. I'm good. Good, good. And how are you feeling, Nick? I'm all right. Didn't wake up with a hangover. Remember most of the night, which is pretty good. And I went to my first football game yesterday. They think we're experts, <laughs> Nick. Uh, they think we're experts. Disclaimer, me and Mike have been to many football games. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah. But, yeah, round good. good. Well, I'm glad um, you're feeling better. Go just, on. I just noticed his background as well. He's got rugby. Oh, uh, it's so disgusting. annoying. <laughs> it's disgusting. Um, yeah, I was I was fearing the worst when Connor dipped and then we couldn't get hold of Nick because he's watching Harry Potter and his phone was in the other room. <laughs> yeah. um, <laughs> and then Mike w- wasn't planning to come on because he was hungover. And I thought, fucking hell, we're going to have to... And I was thinking, when, right, when are we going to be able to record it? I can't do it tomorrow. And I was thinking, well, we're not, if we can't do it today, we're not going to be able to do one. So we managed to get there in the end. Um, right, let's kick off then with the Game Week 19 review. Just, oh, if you don't realise what's happening, we're recording as the Game Week 20 games are live. So the Chelsea-Brighton um, games just kicked off. So there will be points updated as we go along. Uh, but we'll try and keep that to a minimum. But the Game Week 19 review we'll start with. Nick... Uh, 42 points for you, a win against Connor. You got 37. How was your week? Um, oh, the problem is when you play Connor, he has uh, five United players and they were playing Newcastle. So obviously I was, uh, I was comfortably ahead going into the, the final game of the game of the game week, um, for me and Connor, but, uh, Luckily, United did United and were abysmal and Newcastle played well and probably should have won the game. So mm-hmm. stress-free game week for me, really. And if Lukaku scored just to put a cherry on top. He's also scored this game week, but uh, which is good as well. So two on the bounce for Lukaku, which is, makes me happy. I think the words you said a minute ago, what did he say, Mike? I think he said, if TCL starts banging, I'm definitely going to win yeah. the league. He That's said what he said. Win the just, I just want to make yeah. sure we get that. All right. Disclaimer, possibly got a carry Definitely going to win the league if DCL oh. starts firing. He's got to play a match first. Right? <laughs> I was going to say, so far he's got you zero points. So <laughs> yeah. that's a big if. Um, okay, and yeah, Connor, a bit of a shit week for him. If it wasn't for Hudson Adoy, it probably would have been embarrassing. Um, but yeah, decent week for you, Laporte and, and Lukaku and Odegaard. Odegaard, that did kind of come out of nowhere, Nick. I didn't expect you to pick him up, and he's done well I've, for you, hasn't he? I have had him for the last 
four game weeks and he's returned nine, four, seven, and nine. So it's been another, it's another Bernardo Silva inspired pickup there for me. Love those attacking midfielders. Um, yeah. yeah. All right. so pretty, I, I think ironic. I think Connor dropped him because um, he didn't get yeah, any he did. points. Yeah. He so, did. Well, I'm going to talk about Odegaard in a bit, actually, because he's in one of our would you rather's, but there's there's a bit there's something going on there, so we'll, we'll talk about that a bit later. Um, next up was uh, me. I got 45. Um, I beat Mac, who got 29. Mac's week was um, not great, to be honest. Uh, he got a bit unlucky with some of the postponements, but... You know, you got a Sanchez clean, a Dyer clean, uh Cancelo assist, and and that's about it, really. A load of zero pointers. Um, it was a very stress-free week for me, which is is kind of a new thing that I'm hoping will continue. Um <laughs> I got 45. I was it was basically, I mean, when Kieran Tierney scored against Norwich, I thought I've almost certainly won now. Um, Smith Rowe come off the bench and got another goal, which is nice to see. De Bruyne is starting to hit a bit of form, so hopefully he can continue that. But um, yeah, I'm happy to win considering I didn't have Jota and Jimenez, uh, who both had both had postponements, and they're kind of a big part of my team. So pretty happy to win there. Uh, moving on, next we'll go over to Mike. Mike twenty five. That's not great, is it? Was it postponement awful. troubles or was it all sorts of stuff? Yeah, it was postponement, um, COVID. I had five players play. That was it. So it was, <laughs> it was a pretty terrible week for me. Uh, so, I don't know how I missed this, but somehow, you know, 25 points and Georgini got 15. Yeah. <laughs> you got 25. Great player. <laughs> That's unbelievable. <laughs> that is incredible. When one of your players yeah, get that, 15 points, you're expected to get like a, a big haul that week. But yeah, like 25 points. <sighs> yeah, that's brutal. That is I think brutal. If, I had, if I had a full team, I reckon I'd have beat Nathan. Even he admitted that as well. Mm, yeah, probably. Because Nath got 11 out, didn't he? So yeah, that's kind of all he needed to do to beat you, really. Uh, yeah. 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 I, I thought Nath was going to on a on a banging score because we were at the Saints game obviously, and um, I just saw like Ben Rama goal, Antonio assist, and obviously he's got both them. Um, bright, and then he got and he got that bright and clean sheet as well. I was thinking, fuck me, Nath's going to be absolutely smashing it this week. But forty one's not actually that great, is it? That's yeah, like kind average. of forty one. You expect to have like quite a close game, so yeah, yeah, yeah. decent half decent week for him. But you know, Nath gets all the luck. We all know it. Um, okay, then elsewhere in the league, Brad beat Ben 59 18. That is an ass whooping. Um, Brad had a, a really good week. Yeah, it was the City and the and the Spurs games, weren't it? That that got him basically all his points. Um, yeah. that Sterling Hall, Lucas Moore Hall, Emerson Hall. Um, and basically the rest of his team just just a, the odd smattering of points. But yeah, 59 is a great score. It's not often you get three players with double digits. Um, no. That's that's pretty, you know, pretty rare. And looking at Ben, I mean, uh, spoiler alert, Schmeichel got minus one and Ben dropped him because of it. And, yeah, uh, 15. 15 <laughs> yeah. <the> <laughs> yeah, and then this week, 15. So a 16-point swing for Schmeichel within two weeks, and Ben's on the wrong side of both of them, which is um, 
yeah, I feel bad for him for that because Leicester did look really bad defensively and then, you know, he turns around and gets a clean sheet to pen save. So you've got to feel for him for that, really, uh, especially as Reese James gone off injured for him tonight as well. So, yeah, yes. Ben's... I think He's the in. quote from the, the chat was, this is my last year, I'm never fucking playing this again or something. Yeah. yeah. So, if if, if Reese yeah. James is... um. If Reese James has got a significant injury, he is up shit's creek without a paddle. Hmm. And yeah, that's his best COVID. player by far, isn't it? Yeah. Is Gallagher yeah. COVID? He does. He's tested positive, but he's not got symptoms apparently. So if he that means if he tests if he gets a negative test, he can come straight back. Yeah. Uh, so he could potentially be back next week, but uh probably unlikely, yeah. But at least he's not like ill or anything. So yeah, that is that. Uh, next up, John beat Boar 37-29. That is a classic John result, if ever I've seen one. Uh, John actually looked like he was on for a really good week at the start. He got quite a few returners in the first few games. Um, Saka, 16. Madison, 10. Um, yeah, and then he got nothing else, really. Boar just had a bit of a Boar week, really. Uh, no, not much going on for him, apart from the Lacazette. Uh, goals, goal and assist. So, yeah, we'll move on from that. Uh, what else have we got? Jord beat Dave in the grudge match, 59-37. Strong week from Jord. Jord is absolutely smashing it uh, on the manager of the month. And actually, we might as well just go straight on to that now. Mm-hmm. Uh, if I can find it. I'm pretty sure he's uh, won. He? I sent it to you, didn't I, Nick? Yeah, here it is. Yeah. Uh, he... <laughs> is on max points him and you and him and uh, you nick both on max points but he's about 45 points ahead on the goal difference so and he's got mccauley this week so that's an easy yeah. win yeah. um so yeah george had a great month to be fair to me he, he, he was after a bit of a shocker because he only won one i think in, in the last four um so yeah he's done well there looking at the forfeit um Bohr is the only person without a win this month and his goal difference is pretty shit. Is, who's he playing this week? Do we know? Ben. Um, ben. Oh, he's playing Ben. Of course he is. And, and he's, is he he's like, down by just, seven. No, he's down by 17 points. Yeah. He's got one point as it stands. But he's got one point. Yeah. And he, he, he just has, he has Ronaldo and Sancho to play. Yeah. So, yeah Will Sorry, I just I just thought I'm really sorry, George. He's going to kill me for this. Yeah. I honestly thought he just hadn't had anyone play yet, and like he still had his whole team to go. Because when you see someone that's like halfway through the game, we can on like one point. You think, oh wait, he's obviously not had anyone play yet. But I'm just looking now. Two players left. He's got Ronaldo. <laughs> he's got. He's, he's literally got Ronaldo, Sancho, and De Gea left. And well, don't, forget, don't forget the Van Dyke two points off the bench. Yeah, two yeah. points for Van Dyke. Oh, sorry. Yeah, he's, three. On th- yeah. Yeah. he's on three. <laughs> You're right. He's on three. Yeah. I mean, he's unlucky. I mean, Hart, a lot of his team is Arsenal, and he's got what four Arsenal players, and they got postponed. But I mean, come on, boy, you could have dropped Tavares and picked someone up off the waivers, I reckon. But yeah, that's, Did you that's notice, pretty funny. Um, during the waivers, he kept picking up players that. We're in postponed games. I had to message him saying, look, why do you keep picking up Evanson players? I, <laughs> I do feel for him a little bit because the problem is the website we use, DFF, don't change the fixtures when there's a postponement. They just leave them no. on there. So yeah. if you're relying on that for the fixtures, which you shouldn't if you're playing a DFF because it's dodgy, um, 
if you're relying on that, you do kind of get screwed because you think, oh, that's a good fixture and you pick them up and then it's been postponed, but the website just don't update it. So yeah, it looks like Bohr's going to get the forfeit then. If he manages to miraculously, if Ronaldo gets like 25 points and he beats Ben, then, uh, you know, it could come down to Mac or Mike, but uh, I doubt it. So yeah, you're probably safe from that one, Mike. Uh, Moving on to the league table. Uh, Nace still way out ahead on 46 still 10 points clear still lucky Uh, he is uh, yeah I don't even want to talk about him anymore Uh, he's he's guaranteed playoffs now I'd say 15 points Mm. clear with 16 games to go he'd have to have an absolute disaster not to get it now so well done Nath Uh, normally the points you need for playoffs I think is about about 49 49 50 points normally gets you playoffs i think if i remember rightly uh actually no maybe no yeah it's about 19 wins so what's that 50 55 points so yeah he needs like three wins for the rest of the season um then we've got jordan nick both on 36 we have an easy time. every time yeah every time Living i win in the playoffs. I think, right, i'm, I'm going to pull a gap from jordan here and he wins or like it's very yeah. irritating. Yeah. At least you're you're keeping an arm's length away from that fifth position. That's yes. the that's yeah. the goal. Yeah, keep yeah. that an arm's length. Uh, after that, we've got the scrap for fourth, which is kind of playing out at the moment. Brad's in there at the moment on thirty-one. John also on thirty-one with a lower goal difference. Dave just behind on twenty-seven. Connor on twenty-seven. Max still in there on twenty-five, uh, and then it's me on twenty-two. I'm kind of hopefully going to be moving into that scrap, but at the moment I'm still in down with the scrap for the second Sacco spot with Ben <laughs> and Bohr, who are both on 21. And then we got Mike down the bottom on 16. Uh, I think Mike, oh no, never mind. I was going to say, I think you've gone to the lowest score in the league, but you haven't because I no. forgot about Mac. Obviously, no. I forgot about Mac. I think as so, well, so. Um, I should overtake Bohr on, on score as well. All depending on the United game. Yes, you probably will. I would have thought. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah, you probably will. I joined you in the 900 Club this week as well, Nick. Yeah, love nice that. Nice to be there. Yeah. yeah, me, you and George. Second, but, third and ninth. Yeah, well, obviously it means you have the, the third best team in the league, right? According to... That's what George said. That I know, no. That's all what he said. Yeah. That, yeah. <laughs> that's what he yeah. said. Uh, yeah. I th- I'm pretty sure he said that. So yeah, it was, it was yeah. something. Yeah, something like that. All right, then uh, let's go on to our sort of discussion topic of the week. We are going to do what they did on Monday Night Football. Jamie and uh, and Gary did their mid-season awards. Um, yeah. So from each of you, I'm going to ask for best player of the season so far, best young player, best summer signing and best coaching performance so you know the best manager so far um and i'm pretty sure neither of you have done any prep for this because you're both here last minute yeah would either of you like me to go first or does anyone want to go first um i can go first on best player because it's easy let's do and in fact let's do them one at a time so let's start with best player because i think that's easy yeah nick yeah cancelo without a doubt (laughs) oh fuck off Best player in the league, Cancelo. <laughs> Don't even... Right, you can't do that. It's Salah. <laughs> what? 
It's Salah. It's Salah. No, it but no. Salah. What I'm it, saying no, is, you're, you're obviously joking. N- no, I'm being serious. You expect let's, let's, Salah to do well. You expect him. You don't, you don't expect, expect this. You, you don't expect Cancelo to be performing at this high of a level, having such a pivotal role within possibly the best team the Premier League has ever seen. Right. So I would accept most surprising more... player. Yeah, that's not the or question. Most improved player, but you can't no. say he's the best that Salah has not been the best player. I that just, I just player. will not accept that. I mean, like we're at, we're in game week twenty, and Salah has got fifteen goals and 10, 10 assists. In 20 games, 15 goals and 10 assists. He's on for like a 50 return season. Yeah. So, sorry, Nick, but I'm not accepting that. I'm going to write down Salah next to your name. Yeah, all right. right. (laughs) Salah, Salah. But I like the discussion, so thank you for for putting that. Right, next up, um, I've put in the notes, beat young player, but I think it's supposed to be best young player. (laughs) Um, and I will go to Mike first. Um, I I can't like Saka, you know. I think he's, I think he's very good. He's picking them points up every week. You know, I'm jealous. John's got him. I really am. Mm. He's really hit a bit of form at the moment. Oh yeah, yeah. I really like Saka. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I like that. He benefits massively from having Lacazette in the side as opposed to Aubameyang. Yeah. Having having a centre forward that just like occupies centre back and stands there ready to like play a one-two, like Saka benefits from that massively. Yeah. I think that's a pretty bold pick. I'm not. Sh- he definitely be in my top five. Definitely be in my top five. Uh, what do you think, Nick? Well, how, how, what is what would you class as a young player? What's the age I would type? say like 22 or younger, probably. Yeah. 22, 23 or younger. Um, I think I think the candidates that most people would put forward mm. are Saka, Smithrow, yeah. um, tr- uh, Trent, Reese James, Gallagher. Um, that's probably about but unless I'm missing out someone, anyone, anyone like really obvious. Yeah. Uh, probably best young player, if we're allowed to say Trent, would be Trent, right? I think. Um, How old's Trent? 23. Yeah. If we can say Trent, I think I'd probably say Trent as well. Yeah. I th- Trent doesn't feel like a young player. No, Because no. he was in the side at like 18. I'm not sure if I'd... <laughs> Yeah, he's been the same like, young while. player. Mm. Yeah, but then I suppose like he is, he is young, isn't he? Yeah. Um, but yeah, I'd, I'd I'd like to say Smith Rowe, but he's kind of he's still scoring. But I think that's I think it's a bit jammy now. Yeah, like mm. he was playing really well and like was deserving of his like goals and, and assists he was getting earlier in the season. But I think now he's just kind of. Been a bit. He's been a bit fortunate the last few weeks to get the goals, and so have I owning him to get the um, points he's got. So, yeah, I think uh, I think I'd probably go Trent if we're taking Trent. But then I'm mean, twenty three. I think is the cutoff for like the actual thing. So yeah, yeah, I, th- I think it's well, Trent for me. If we, uh, yeah, I could, but you could also argue um, Ramsdale is also one of the up there. 
Um, but he probably falls into the next category of best summer signing. Um, yeah, I'd say so. I think Ramsdale was actually about 20. Oh, no, he's 23. 23 right? yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, that's a good shout, to be fair. If we can, I mean, if we're taking 23 year olds. Mm. Uh, yeah. If not, I think Reese James might be a good shout as well. 20, yeah. He's 22. He's been brilliant, hasn't he? Um, okay, he's then. Season over for him now, though. Maybe. No, don't say that. Ben will be Ben Ben won't come back. <laughs> <laughs> okay, uh on to the next one then. Best summer signing. Um I've got a really left field well, it's not that left field for me, but um I've got someone that probably won't either of you two say, so I'll I'll go last. I'll start with I'll, uh, actually I'll go first. Yeah. Um mine is at mine is actually gonna be Tommy Asu. Um uh, oh yeah, he's an Arsenal fan, whatever. But I just think he's so good, and it is exactly what we needed. Like it's, but I think best signing. Like obviously, like there are some like big headline ones that you think you know. You look at the likes of Gallagher or Ronaldo, or even like you know Brozier looks like a great signing. Livermento also looks like a great signing. But I think like we need we we didn't have a, a right back at the club that could play in the Premier League really. Um, Cedric not good enough Bellerin no. was out the door and we needed like a very specific right back because Ben White plays right centre back and he's shit in the air and that's like the only thing he's bad at but he's great on the ball so we needed like a big defensive right back that can progress the ball but is like really good in the air and Tommy Asu is like absolutely perfect I don't I honestly don't think there's a right back that we could have signed realistically that was better suited to that role. And I, li- I, I'll be honest, like I had no idea what he was like before we signed him. Like, and I'm like quite like European football and stuff. And I was like, barely heard of him. So I think it's a great signing for the money we paid and like how well he fits the team. Great signing. So that's mine. Uh, Nick, I'll go to you next. So I don't think you can really look past Gallagher or Emmanuel Dennis. Um, I don't know if how I would pick between the two because both are very pivotal for the teams. See Gallagher kind of hit the ground running uh, earlier in the season, right? But Dennis is um, he's kind of picked up a bit of form. He's got eight eight goals and six assists. Um, mm. So yeah. and for a for a poor, what you could argue that the the Crystal Palace team is stronger than the Watford team, player for player. Um, so therefore, that would make the impact of Dennis even more impressive. Um, but see, I, I'm not too sure how I pick between those two. So yeah, that, that's, I know that's not. Yeah, no, I think they're both good shouts. Yeah, yeah. yeah don't, don't make me narrow it down because I think I'd, I'd probably struggle, and then it would be a, a biased opinion because I'd have to go with the player that I had. All right, I'll take Dennis for you then, um, <laughs> Mike. Uh, what do you think? Yeah, I, I was I was going to say Gallagher, but I feel like Palace. He's turned. Do with... you know? I, I didn't even think of Dennis. I, for some reason, I I've just googled it because I thought he was at Watford last season, but obviously I'm not because he he signed this summer. Four Sorry, carry on. I think Palace have, like Nick said, Palace have a better squad in my opinion. I think it's harder to do bits in a Watford side than a Palace side. Yeah. So for me, it would be Dennis. I think Dennis is the. Uh, Best signing this summer. I wouldn't. If he, you consider Ronaldo, but you know, I don't think he's done enough, in my opinion. Um, yeah, yeah I, I think 
I, the thing with Ronaldo is I, he's not exceeded expectations, has he? Has no, City he just hasn't. scored? Yeah, Foden. Yes! Come on! Woo! Are you sure? Are you lying? I don't know. I don't know if he got a touch on what it. What do you mean you don't know? I just watched it. How can you it. not know? He was like, the ball's oh, played no. into the front. Oh, uh, live score have said Phil Foden. So, uh, okay. and it's a De Bruyne assist. Come on! Oh, are, you sure, are you sure you, you don't want Bilver for suck on old. that Connor that's probably game over for yeah. us then because Connor's on 8 points Great. Oh, that is phone goal KDB assist it does not get better than this yeah. boys um, I've forgotten what we were even talking about um, we were talking about um, best Ronaldo Ronaldo yeah yes I he's not exceeded expectations has he Ronaldo um and that's kind of what you feel like the best signing. It has to be, it has to, if he'd come in, if he'd scored like 15 goals at this point, yeah. And you'd be like, okay, he's, he's exceeded expectations. He's, he, that's it. But now I, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say Ronaldo's. Um, you, you could also argue if it was maybe a couple of weeks back that Ronaldo has pulled United out of the shit a number yeah, of times. Oh, yeah, for sure. Right. Yeah. I don't think I, he's got to be like kind of in the conversation. Oh, 100%. Yeah. Yeah, but I yeah, don't I think, think he's he's done enough to to say yeah. he's he's been the best. Um, yeah, I think De- I think you know as much as I love Tommy Asu, I kind of forgot about Dennis. I would take I say like I was thinking it was Tommy Asu versus Gallagher to be honest, but that's mainly because in my brain uh, Dennis was already there. So yeah, can't argue that. I w- one thing I would say is if say Dennis carries on, you know, and he he ends up with sort of 16, 17 goals and eight assists or something and he has a great season but Watford still go down would you still say he's been the best signing if they go yeah. down anyway yeah because I think even if you put a prime Lionel Messi in that Watford squad they're still going to go down I think it all, all depends on the other players <laughs> yeah. yeah I don't know yeah. I'd say he is current form if it ended the way it is with every other player I think Dennis would be uh, still be the better mm-hmm. signing yeah, fair enough. Sorry, I'm just mugging Connor off in the chat because uh, I feel like he deserves it. I don't normally go on the chat during the pod, but... Um, okay, right, what's next then? The next one is... Uh, best coaching performance. I really struggle with this one, to be honest. Um, so I'll go to Mike first. Let me get up the league table and see if there's anything that jumps out to me. But I was thinking about it, and I've, yeah, I've struggled with this. I've, um, it seems... I've got. So are we going on like the man- manager, or how the team plays, like the manager that's got the best, the most out of his squad. So like not just the best team, but like the manager that has got more out of his team than like their individual talent. I would say is the, oh, that's how I would describe the best coaching performance. Okay. Like that could be Pep. That could still be Pep if he's got yeah. more out of his team than he than the individual players are, you know, worth. That could still be the best team in the league. Yeah. Or it I, could be, you know, a shit team that are doing all right because of the manager's got them ticking. Yeah, I I do have possibly a bit of a left field one here. Go on then. But I feel um Arteta. Oh, I knew you were going to say that. I knew I, you were going to say that. Arteta. Don't, don't tease me. Don't tease me. <laughs> and I say it because at the start of the season, Arsenal were really poor. 
and um, they were really poor. Uh, and now yeah. they're playing some divine football, and they're playing. When you watch them play, I think um, they they play it. I mean, it's not quite like cities, but it's that sort of ticky tacky style of play, isn't it? And it's just nice yeah. to watch. And I think yeah, I could, there's no one in that squad, right? Who I would be like, that's a world class player, right? If you look at the squad, there's a number of people, a number of players. I'm like, you're probably not actually good enough. Or Arsenal. I mean, uh, you say, I'm, and I'm yeah. comparing that to like a prime Arsenal under Wenger, right? Where mm-hmm. they were like one of the best teams yeah. in Europe, where they are the way off the pace now. Um, because yeah, so I'm, I'm going to go with Arteta. I think that's. Uh, do, do you know what? And and I like, I always get like memed for being like Arsenal fanboy, or whatever. But I do think Arteta is doing a very very good job and I think yeah. it kind of helps that he was having such a tough time of it because he's now not getting any hype really at all <laughs> because there are plenty of Premier League fans who have written him off as shit which kind of helps him because he's just kind of under the radar doing a really good job without having like to deal with like I don't know sometimes when you when managers or players get hyped it can like really negatively impact them even if they don't want it to yeah. So yeah, I think he's doing a great job uh, at the moment, especially. Um, and the thing is, like, we are Arsenal, especially, are quite up and down. Yeah. Um, and mainly I just because it's such a young team. But yeah, I think you've got to give credit to him. Like, there's not many managers in the league that would go out and and play like an average age of like 22. It's it's yeah. pretty crazy. Um, and yeah, it's a long term thing, and I think he's doing a good job. So. I agree. Um, I, I do think they. I do think that if Arsenal signed like a decent striker, like a 20, 20 goal a season striker, yeah. they would. If they didn't have Europe, like if they dropped out of Europe early, they could probably push for the title. I think. Give them, give them a season or two. I don't know. If I, oh yeah, in a couple of years. Yeah. Not right now. So I'm, t- I'm, t- um, I'm talking in the future. They sign yeah. someone in like set in like, uh, in the summer window, bed in for a season, and then they're there, right? They yeah. got like Smith Rose, Smith yeah. Rose potential. So is of so has um and butcher his name Odegaard. That's Odegaard, yeah. Yes, nice. There's a number I think of the, players the, in that team. The quartet of Saka, Odegaard, Smith Rowe, and Martinelli are probably four of the ten most exciting players, young like talents in the league, I would say. Yeah. They're they're all four of them are in the top ten, I I would think. And that's quite rare, isn't it? To have like a real core of players that are all really exciting. The only thing yeah. I worry about is injuries because um, Smith Rowe has been very injury prone up until this year. This is like his first like full year of actually playing football without having a decent spell on the sideline. So I have to wait and see that. All right, Mike, you've had some time to think. What do you yes. reckon? Yes, I, I was actually going to say too cool. I like the way uh, Chelsea are playing football right now, but... He just took off Christensen and put on Chalabar. So <laughs> does, that, does that does that have you got you got both, haven't you? I got both. No so that guarantee, guarantees a one point for each of them, which is really <laughs> funny. That's like the worst case scenario. <laughs> that is hilarious. Oh, I'm getting, I am getting sick of these Chelsea players. <laughs> you picked more up the seas. Well, obviously Thiago Silva. He's was, done the um, Jordan Russell tactic of. Pick them all, and then someone's yeah. going to play. One of them's going to play. 
Yeah, half each. Yeah, so obviously Thiago Silva got injured in the possible hamstring. Mm, yeah. So I thought, I'll pick up Christensen. He's bound to play. Good pickup. I thought he'd play, and he did. Yeah, so. and he did play, but uh, too cool. Why has he gone off then? He just... Because it's too cool. Just, he it's he did get... Bowler, it, there was a, he... Did he get a knock in the first half? Because he was on the ground for a bit, wouldn't he? Yeah, I was about to say, he's got a bit of knock, right? Yeah. Oh, it's just annoying. Why don't you just play Chalibur at the start? <laughs> um, um, yeah. I'll just, okay, I'll so are you going to stick with Tuchel? Uh, no, I'm not. No. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> I'll tell just because I love the fact that he's actually playing the youth, which is what they should be doing anyway. Yeah. I think they're doing really well, and we not playing a Yang is best uh, best decision he can make. To be honest, I I, w- I will say like it is a fucking big call to like. Mm. Okay, he's always late for training. Like everyone knows that. And like, even so, it's a big call to he's our he's our highest earner at the club, and he's yeah. on our like biggest ever contract. And it, it does take a, a fair bit of bottle to be like you're not playing anymore, like that's it. Um, and you know, I think I don't know this for sure, but reading between the lines, it looks like he's gonna they're gonna discuss it after Afcon. Um, he's just not gonna play until Afcon. So that takes a lot of bottle. Um, so yeah, I think. At the look, just looking down the league table now, when you think about the squads, I think the probably the two clubs that are overperforming, over overperforming in terms of league position the most, probably Arsenal and West Ham. Um, yeah, I think David Moyes has done a fantastic job. Yeah, um, and I think he's just like perennially underrated. I just think he's such a good manager. Um, I think I would probably go for Moyes as much as I love Arteta. I do think like their squad is pretty average. Like it's good and they do have good players, they, but it's they, not. Yeah. You wouldn't they look at it and think, yeah, they're challenging for top four. Yeah. They, they don't, they don't have, um, they, have they don't have names. like those star player. Like even though, even though Arsenal, I've seen Arsenal have a world-class player because I'm comparing that to like City, Chelsea and Liverpool. They still have some class players yeah. where Liverpool's players, they're playing, they're all on form, right? They're all on form at the moment. But there's none of them, if they, they stood out and they all, they, they, none of them that stand out, right? At the beginning of the season, it's like, what a pickup, that, like, what a player he is, right? Yeah. Like West Ham don't have a player of the profile of Saka. Yeah. Like that yes. profile of player, even and Saka's not world class. Saka's no, no. not a world beer, but they don't even have someone of his. I mean, talent-wise, I think Bowen's just as good as Saka, probably. Yeah. But he's not that sort of echelon of player. He's not considered in the same like tier. They're different. Like Bowen's in his absolute peak, and yeah, I, th- I just think he- he's done a great job, to be honest. Um, so yeah, I'd probably go for Moyes, uh, and I'd probably say the same last year as well. Um, but yeah, I just think he's brilliant. Okay, next topic then. Uh, we are going on to Would You Rathers. Uh, and the first one is Nick's boy Odegaard versus James Ward-Prowse. And uh, for this one, I'm going to say ignore Kante points because a lot of people don't play with Kante points. So just just ignore Kante. This is based on just sort of um, minutes and attacking returns, not not Kante points. Um, and d- just going back to what you said at the start, Nick, about Odegaard, mm. our system has changed. And I he was a bad pick 
a few months ago. Um, he was playing in like a double pivot almost, wasn't getting forward, wasn't getting in the box and was just like a ball progressor. But now he's literally playing, since Aubameyang's gone out of the team, he's playing like right up behind Lacazette as like a proper number yeah. 10. And he fucking reminds me of Ozil. Like he's I can't old. stop looking at him thinking, oh, it's mess up. He's bad. I, wa- <laughs> I, watched the, uh, I watched the Arsenal game um, the other day and watched some of like the match of the day's uh, recently, and, but he's always like commanding for the ball. Like he's always like there. Like he'll play yeah. the ball, play the ball off, and then make a run and then come for it back. The play always seems to be going through him, um, and that's why I think I, I think I picked him up at the right time. So it's not even close for me. James Ward-Prowse is not like I don't even think they're different. They're different, different types of players. Um, yeah, and James Ward-Prowse is, is a good player for Southampton, but if I, I, Odegaard is just a different level, I think. I think the Wait. thing for me is that. The only thing that I think levels it, or not even levels it, but brings it close is the penalties. Obviously, JWP yeah. penalties. And you would expect them to get between probably six and 12 penalties a year. And he it has a great record. Mm. So you'd think that's that's probably six to maybe eight, to say like, well, maybe not 12, 12 is a lot, but probably five to 10 goals extra. Uh, that Odegaard just won't get because he doesn't take penalties. So I do, I do think it's quite close. But I would also go Odegaard. I just think like the amount of time he spends in the box for me is like that makes all the difference. What do you think, Mike? Um, yeah, I think Odegaard's probably the more attacking player. He's more likely to get you goals and assists. Um, but then again, Prowse, his set pieces. You know, he, if he's on a free kick, you're kind of thinking he could yeah. score this. Yeah. And yeah. every single also, one, you're like, oh, yeah, God. exactly. Yeah. And penalties as well. You know, it's a hard one, really. I mean, if you were putting KP points in, I think it would be a no brainer, Prousey. But obviously, if you're not, then I think it's quite even. I think I still might actually say uh, James Will Prowse. I think, I'll, yeah. yeah. The, other thing, the other thing, the other thing is. Yeah, the other thing in Ward Prowse's favour is that he plays 90 minutes every week and apart from yeah, when he's suspended. Play. He yeah. always plays and he, he doesn't get subbed off. Whereas at the moment, with the form of Saka and Martinelli, Erdegaard's fighting with Smith Rowe for minutes. Um yeah. and there will be times when Smith Rowe starts and Erdegaard's on the bench. <laughs> and they it, it's basically gonna be 65 minutes to one of them and 25 minutes to the other one. Which at the moment it's Erdegaard, which is great if you own him. But even then, when they come off at 65 minutes, that's often when the other team's getting tired and you think, oh, fuck's sake, he's on, you know, great, he's on six, seven points, but he could get another return or two here. Um, you know, so, yeah, he is fighting for minutes a little bit, but, yeah, I, I, I would go to go, but I think that is, that's pretty close. Okay, then, uh, next one is going to be Bowen versus Mount. Um I will. I think this one's tough, personally. Um, Nick, you own Mount, don't you? Is that, that yeah. right? Yeah. Yep. Is, is it, are you sticking with your boy, or would you, um, would you trade Mount, <clears throat> Mount for Bowen? Oh, no, I would not. No, would never trade him for Bowen. Um, okay. I think on that one, possibly depends on what your team looks like, right? So, okay. even if Mount doesn't play, he still plays for Chelsea, so they could go and spank someone five nil, right? And he'd come on at like sixtieth minute, and he could bag two goals. But then he could not not play for another couple of games, right? So, so therefore, like he could get a haul, like he get like 
you get a big a big amount of points once one game and then not play for the rest of it. But if you're getting points yeah. from the rest of your team, then that's more beneficial if you're playing someone who's like a high it's a high scoring week. Where 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 um the Bowen, Bowen yeah, I could be called Ben Arm then. Bowen. He's hung over. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but Bowen plays week in, week out, right? But I don't think he's gonna get as many points um per game. But he, he can score more consistently, but he won't get the big hauls that might come in handy, like to turn it around. Um yeah, I would, I would go with Mount. Okay. I, I'd actually go Bowen. Um, really? Yeah, and it, it, I just think he's... It, I mean, it's hard. It's always hard when there's someone that's in really good form. And Bowen is in the form of his life. And it's hard to think this is not going to continue. Because, like, I don't know, when you're watching someone and they're in form, you watch me, you think, they'll do this every week. He's so good. But that is what form is, and it will slow down. I mean, his, you know, he's like every touch is turning to points at the moment for Bowen, and that will slow down. But I still like him mainly. It's the minutes for me. Like, I was just about to say about that because just jumping. Bowen plays 90 minutes every week. Yeah. So Bowen has played over 500 more minutes this season than Mount, right? And it's only five points scored. Only five points. Uh, Bonus has scored five more points throughout the whole season, so that's really? what I was. Th- yes, yeah. So I, I think if they both played ninety minutes every week, I'd go Mount. I, yeah. I think we probably all would. Um, oh, Mike's almost celebrated something there. What was it, Mike? Uh, Mo Pay nearly scored. Have you got Did Mo? Oh, yeah. no, you haven't even got him. Have no, you? but Connor's got Nick's, him. got Nick's got Mendy. Oh, yeah, now, like, I, I need that clean sheet to go. <laughs> I'm not gonna oh, lie, Mike. I no, think I, mean, I could do it really clean lost. actually. I think I've lost, but I, I Listen, won't, I'm, I won't Nick, give up. Mike is one of those people that he's, he is in it until the final whistle. Yeah, this is true. I've seen him celebrate a clean sheet wipeout in the 90th minute of the final game of the season when he's like 30 points down. He's like, <laughs> yes, there goes his clean sheet. I said, Mike, that's not enough, mate. He needs about four red cards. <laughs> <laughs> wow, at least he's not getting that. So, you know what, Mike, you do you. You keep, you keep going. Um, yeah, that's funny. Uh, yeah, so I'd go, I'd go, um, I'd go Bowen, but I think, yeah, I think Mount's probably the better pick. Actually, the more I think that you've kind of swayed me there, Nick, with your your minutes and your points and your fucking numbers, mm. um, because that, that that you'd think going forward, Mount is the preferred choice, even if he doesn't play every week. You think he is the guy that starts that he's in the he's in the best eleven. Right, so you think he's going to play the majority of the minutes? Um, yeah. I, do you know what? I just don't like Mount that much, and it's really oh, hard. I just don't like him. I don't. I, I don't know. I just don't like him. I, I don't he's like, such I a just, great player. He's a skate. He, <laughs> he's a skate. <laughs> he is a skate, but it's not even that he's a skate. Like, I, yeah, I don't know. There's something. It's not. That I don't like him as a person. Or like, I don't like the way he plays football. Like, I would like watching him play. I don't like him as a fantasy pick. And I don't even know why. Like, there's nothing about it. You don't like I, him? I, just... I loved him so much. I dropped him first. Yeah. He was my first yeah. pick. I never would have... I never would... He wasn't on my list. Like, this, I'll let you in on a little secret here. Mount wasn't, wasn't on my list. Because I knew someone would pick him earlier than I would want to. So I just didn't bother putting him on there. Because I thought... I'm, I'm not... it's no, there's no situation where I think, oh yeah, Mount's like available and he's my next option. So I just didn't put him on there. 
But yeah, I don't, I, I, it's, sometimes you get that. I don't know if you two get that, where a player just, like, despite good performances, just doesn't, I don't know, he just doesn't do it for me. Yeah, yeah. Mo Salah. Yeah. <laughs> okay, <laughs> gone. Right. Sorry, Mike. Have you gone? You haven't gone yet. I'm no. Talking, um, talking. Yeah, I was going to say Bowen. Um, he plays every game. And it doesn't matter who they're playing against West Ham. They were playing against Liverpool, City. You should always start Bowen because he yeah. could always score or get an assist. They score a you lot of goals, West Ham. You, you yeah, should they tell do. Dave that. I think West Ham's yeah, problem at the minute is it's the back. Like they've got yeah. three major defenders out that they need. Yeah. Um, I think that's why they've gone downhill recently. But no, um, I think for me it's Bowen. I'd rather Bowen over Mount. Yeah. But, I, I do think and West Ham are really good going forward as well and that's like and they they do a thing that I really like where when they're winning they just keep going like there's some yeah. teams that like Arsenal are doing it at the moment where they just they're 2-0 up but they're just like hungry for more goals and they don't just like shut up shop and like think oh well 2-0 game over and, and just defend so it's it's always nice having a player that is on a team that just love to score goals and just keep on attacking. Um, that's why I like having City players, to be honest, because they just, like, when they're tuning up with 20 minutes to go, when it's like Spurs, like Spurs in my head are the team that it's like tuning up and you think, well, they probably won't yeah, score anymore because they've done that. Yeah. And they just, like, shut it down and that's it. Chelsea kind of can be can be similar as well. Um, whereas, like, City and, and West Ham as well, they just want more goals all the time, which is is nice. Yeah. Uh, okay, next up, final one is Madison versus Lucas Mora, uh, and I will go straight back to you, Mike. What do you think, uh, Madison? It's easy for me, Madison. I I just think um, he'll end up getting more points over Mora. Uh, I don't like Spurs as a team. <laughs> just don't like them. Um, as a club, yeah. Uh, no, I like I like Madison. He he is on fire recently. He cannot stop scoring, and he was. I don't think he's getting played at the start, was he? Or he he was doing really poorly. He 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 had a wobble, and then he was out yeah. of the team for a while, and then he was coming on the bench, and but not really doing much. Uh, and he was oh, in really shit form. Hit his form it's again just, now. It's clicked. Yeah, it's clicked. Yeah. But yeah. Um. I like you know Luke Moore is okay, but. No matter who Leicester are playing, I'm expecting Madison to get something every game. Doesn't matter who they're playing. Whereas Lucas Mora, I don't know, he might get something one in four games, maybe. I don't, I'm not saying that's the stat, but that's in my head. So I'd, I'd rather Madison over Mora. Okay, Nick. Yeah, I would go with. <clears throat> I mean, I would. My head, my head does me go with Madison, but I quite like Lucas Mora. So. Um, but then Spurs, like you were saying, like if Mora doesn't start right, and then Spurs are two up, and Mora comes on, they're not. Spurs aren't pushing for a goal. No. Um, where Leicester probably would. And I'm not really a fan of like Conte's kind of style. So player for player, I think Mad- Madison's a better one to go with. Um, okay. Yeah, I, I kind of agree, and I, I think it comes down to the teams and not just because I don't like Tottenham but Leicester especially at the moment have so many defenders out 
that they have to score goals. Mm. And yeah. the way their forward, uh, forward players are playing, they look like they're going to score loads of goals every yeah. week. I mean, it's not often teams score three against City and three good goals as well. Um, and I know like they didn't score against, uh, they only scored one against Liverpool, but I mean, that's not bad. I just think like, I don't think Tottenham look good at the moment. Like, and and it probably sounds biased and they should have beat Saints if, you know, the decisions were a little bit different. I mean, Kane's goal was very unlucky to be called offside, I think. I mean, that is like as close as it possibly gets. And I think the Forster like fumble probably should have been a goal as well. So, but, so you think, okay, well, they probably should have won it. But until uh, Salisu got sent off, it was... There was they weren't the better team. Spurs weren't the better yeah. team. It was mm-hmm. scrappy. It was shit, <laughs> to be yeah. honest. Like there was like some good spells, but Spurs were hardly playing any kind of flow in football. They weren't having cohesive attacks. Their only real chances came from overloading Son and Region down the left hand side and like hitting these big fucking diags and trying to get Region to like trying to like outnumber the right back. And that's like the only way they were really attacking, which you kind of need a bit more than that in the Premier League. And when you're coming up yeah. against Saints who aren't in good form, really, uh, and you're kind of struggling, not they weren't struggling, but it was pretty even contest until the red card. That doesn't really fill you with hope, does it? Because you'd expect like a, a big team to at least score a few goals at St. Mary's. Because Saints yeah. aren't, you know, they're, they're, they're a decent Premier League side, but they're, you know, mid-table at, at best. Whereas Spurs, you should be challenging for the top four, at least. So... <laughs> For me, I just think Leicester are going to score a load more goals and Madison is always involved. Whereas, well, not always, but, you know, he has a really big goal involvement. Whereas Lucas, you know, a lot of the Spurs attacks go through Kane and Son and Reggion and Emerson. And Lucas is obviously not always involved. I know he had a haul last week, but, yeah, it's Madison for me as well, I'm afraid. Mm. Sorry, Brad. (laughs) (sighs) <sighs> okay then right last bit game week 21 preview let's have a look first up is nick and you are playing nathan dewey it's a big game top of the table crunch you will yeah. probably still be in third uh at kickoff um but let's have a look at your fixtures do you think um do you think your fixtures are kind of, well, oh actually sorry nick before i go on to the fixtures one thing i will say is uh, there may well be a double game week in Game Week Twenty One, and pretty and Ooh. a pretty big one. Um, I don't know. I don't know. You probably it's not announced officially yet, so you probably haven't seen. But basically, a load of these postponed games because Game Week Twenty One is obviously the New Year's Day games and and that weekend. Yep. But Game Week Twenty Two isn't for two weeks because this is like the the winter break. But all these postponed fixtures may well end up going in the midweek before game week 22 starts. So like a week. So like it's this weekend is game week 21. Then there'll be a whole week. And then the midweek after that, they're looking at putting a load of these postponed games, which is still game week 21. So they haven't even been announced yet um, because it's still like 10 days away. So it's a bit weird. So it may well be that we get a double game week and we don't even know who's going to get a double game week until after the deadline. 
which is oh really fucking weird. I mean, it may yes. be there are rumblings, and you can kind of guess by who's had the most games postponed. They're the ones that are most likely to have um, a double game week. But yeah, we may well get a double game week. So the fixtures that we're going to talk about may only be half the game week. So bear that in mind. I thought I'd say that before we go on to the fixtures. Uh, yeah. Anyway, Nick, how do you feel about your fixtures <clears throat> and what we can tell so far? So I have Mendy versus Liverpool. Mendy, so Chelsea versus Liverpool. So therefore I've got Lukaku, Mount, Trent and Mendy all playing each other. Ooh. Uh, yeah. <laughs> Yuck. Yeah. Uh, got a trade, Trent? Um, pardon? Do you want a trade for Trent? I'll give you someone for Trent. No, I'm, Trent's not going anywhere. Dave just declined okay. my trade. I just offered Dave Bilver for Bernardo Silva for Bowen, and he's just told me no. Um, nice. Yeah, I know. So um, looking for my team. Then I have um, City versus Arsenal. So there's my. I mean, City could thump Arsenal. Yeah, it's normally not- a bit tighter at the Emirates. Yeah, but uh, it's normally about two nil, two or three nil at the Emirates. I think two or three. Yeah, I'm, I'm two, not three, feeling one, confident. My, my best fixture this week is Indeedy versus Norwich. So that's all. I, that's all I'll <laughs> and say. And he's playing centre half. Yeah, so that's all I'll say about that. Good, good. Well, congratulations, win Nathan. See you in the playoffs. Let's let's flick over to Nathan's team. See what he's got. It, yeah, he's got Salah away to to Chelsea, which isn't ideal. Uh, but yeah, he's got the three West Ham boys away to Palace. I think that'd be quite an open game, so that could be a good fixture. Other than that, Nave's team that doesn't do it for me. You know, I'm, I don't know. Maybe I'm being harsh, but I when I look through Nave's team, he has quite a good team. And he needs to get rid of what the hell is Wamba And how long's Callum Wilson out for? That he's he's out for he's fucking he's, ages, he's, isn't he? He's got to be. I heard rumours of months. Yeah, he's dead yeah. To the world. I think he's fucked. Yeah, yeah so that's a big blow for Nace team because yeah. he's now got a strike force of Antonio and that's it. <laughs> so yeah, that's not ideal. Um yeah, I think I think you've got tough I think you've got the better team to be honest Nick, but yeah, you got the tougher I'm, fixtures. So, I'm not holding my yeah. breath. Yeah, so we can just take it. I'm normally I'm pretty confident Plus, in the game week. If if it is the uh double game week, I think you can pretty much guarantee Everton will be one of the double games because they've missed quite a few. So, you know, if you've got Calvert-Lewin, you might have to yeah. So, just quick, do you want me to get up? There's a guy on Twitter that has has said what the potential ones could be. Do you want me yes. to just shout them out while get, we're on the pod? Okay, so, hang on, here it is. Right, this the guy on Twitter, by the way, not to give my sources away, but, I mean, he's got... Uh, it's not much of a source because he's got 170,000 followers. Um, <laughs> the guy is uh, at Ben Krellin on Twitter, who is like the fantasy fixtures expert. Like he knows, it's, he's a wizard of the fixtures. Um, so he predicts that the most likely game week 21 doubles, and this is only uh, obviously like some of the weekend fixtures could still be postponed. Yeah. So it could be you think you're getting a double, but then the New Year's Day one gets cancelled and you only get a single anyway. So it's it's all up in the air. But basically, he thinks the most likely ones are Leicester, who would have Norwich at home, Everton away, which is pretty fucking tasty. Uh, then he thinks uh, Burnley, who would have Leeds and then either Villa, Villa or Watford. 
Uh, he thinks Everton, which would be Burn, uh, sorry, Brighton at home and Leicester at home. So that's pretty good. He thinks Villa, who and that would be Brentford away, Burnley at home, which is fucking sick. Mm. Uh, and he thinks the the next most likely ones would be Saints with Newcastle at home, Brentford at home, which is pretty sweet, yeah. and Wolves, which would be United away, Watford at home. Uh, and then there's a few more that are sort of maybes. Mm. So. Not like none of the big boys, I don't think. And I think that's because I think the teams that are still in the Carabao Cup can't are playing in that midweek in the Carabao Cup. So they can't get a double. Yeah. So uh, Arsenal, Liverpool, um, I think Tottenham and Chelsea can't look it, that's what it looks like from his spreadsheet i'm not 100 what it looks like they can't get a double and neither can city obviously they're not had anyone postponed um so yeah that, that so it's it's a lot of, it looks like it's a lot of the mid-table size that could be getting a double um but yeah that's the go on twitter if if you know anyone who's listening if you want to go and um have a look at that he's got like a spreadsheet of on his twitter of uh of all the potential permutations at Ben Krellen. Great, great Twitter account. But anyway, let's go back to, uh, let's go on to the next game because we've done Nick and Nath. Uh Next up, uh, it's me versus Mike. Michael. Hey. It's ba- battle of the bottom of the table, boys. Um, you ready for, I'll let you go uh, first. <laughs> Do you think you, you've got decent fixtures? I can see a lot of Liverpool at home there. No, I'm, I'm, it's Liverpool-Chelsea. So, no, it's not, it's not looking good. I mean, I do have Jorginho and Kovacic, which would be good for uh, Kante points, I think. Um, yeah. I'm going to have to do some stuff on the waivers, I think, this week. Some I mean, tinkering. I'll do it every week. Well, Mike, to, Mike, my yeah. waiver video has just gone live and there's some great <laughs> picks on there, buddy. So <laughs> I haven't had a chance. I was actually going to, do you know, this is bad, but I, I did the video. It was good to go, uploaded, scheduled. And I was like, I might just schedule it for like quarter past 10 tomorrow morning, like after the waivers. But then I realised the waivers don't go through tomorrow, do they? They go through on Friday. Friday. Yeah. So I thought, I can't wait till Friday to do it. So I just posted mm. it. So, um, yeah. I mean, I like the thought of Adams, Adams Saints uh, playing a double game week, but i got a funny feeling the Newcastle Saints game mm. is actually going to get called off. My my suspicion as well is that Saints will get the Brentford game rescheduled to that game week and then the Newcastle game will get called off because Newcastle yeah. are kind of fucked, aren't they? Yeah. But I don't know how much of it is COVID and how much of it is injury. And that's I, that's the thing because I, I think... Injury, injury shouldn't saucy. count. In, in my no, opinion, I don't think injury should shouldn't. count. They shouldn't. No. It's fucking... Everyone's got a youth bollocks. academy. You play youth players. It's not, it's yeah. not hard, is it? Um, um, I like if Ian Acho has a double. If it's Norwich at home and Everton away, that could be that could be very spicy. I think they'll, he'll only get the Norwich game because Afcon. He should be going on the third, shouldn't he? Oh yes. Yeah. So yes, that's the other fucking. You got to think about your Afcon going players, on double game week. The Afcon, so. the Afcon players won't get a double no matter what no, they won't. because they are leaving after the weekend of game week twenty one. So you're right. Ian Acho won't get a double. Uh, luckily, I don't have any Afcon players. I've managed to sell them all. Um, <laughs> uh, looking at my fixtures, uh, I've got 
I've got some dodgy ones to be honest, but I think everyone does. When there's when it's like two four of the big teams all playing each other, you know, Chelsea, yeah. Liverpool, and City, Arsenal. That's a big chunk of a lot of people's teams. So, yeah, mine not looking great. I'm looking to bench Tierney and Smith Rowe, uh, and I'll play Foden and De Bruyne. That could actually be all right, to be honest. Uh, I fancy them to to do something at Arsenal. Um, Brozier. I mean, if Newcastle, if they get Newcastle at home, Brentford at home, and Brozier starts them both, that is very tasty, very tasty indeed. Watkins mm. is very likely to get a double as well, so that's that's decent. Um, and yeah, mixed fixtures for me, really. So we'll see. Um, but I like my chances. I'd say. Yeah, I, I, I'm, I after the way the season's gone, I'm never confident. Yeah, I think for me to win, it's going to be a bit of uh, Joe unlucky bullshit, you know. You might get just like a couple points below me or something, but I can't see it. I think I think you'll win this one. Okay. You never know. Thanks. You never know. You never know. Uh, next up, we've got Connor versus Jord. Um, and we'll just skate through these ones reasonably quickly. Uh, let's have a look at Connor's team. What have we got here? Uh, do you know what? Nick, why don't you give us a rundown of, of how do you think <coughs> Connor's team's going to go? Oh, exactly. So, well, let me just pull it up and I will break it down for you. So he's playing Jordan. He is playing Jordan. Right. He's got he's got Matty and Canate. Is the, is the Wolves United game going ahead? Yeah, is I was going to say. that being postponed? I think it is, as, we, as it right. stands. Okay. But so, who knows? So but I think so. The first thing about if the United game gets called off, Connor's fucked, right? Way too many United yeah. players here. Then his other main players are he's got Mapay versus Everton, which could be a bit tasty, and Adam Armstrong versus Newcastle, which could be a bit, a bit tasty as well. Um, obviously, the Charles. If you had to predict how many points you reckon he's going to get, what would you what would you say? 29. I reckon about, yeah. I was going to say about 36. Yeah. Maybe well, I'm like, being too generous. High, high 20s to low 30s. That's a bit 30. of a shit week, isn't it? <laughs> it's a standard week for the man. He's, his team is not yeah, good. Yeah, true. <laughs> no. Whereas I, 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 when I look at, when I look at Connor's team, I fail to see where like his points are coming from. Right? Without he's Robertson, not getting many. That, yeah. yeah. Without Robertson, he's not getting it. He's not getting it. United don't keep clean sheets. Can I he gets points from Mope every now and again. Yeah, but like he's got he's got the cheat up front. His strike yeah. are terrible. Greenwood, Mopey, and Armstrong. Like Mopey, like the cheat might score. Greenwood's overrated. Armstrong plays for Saints. But, yeah. Like he had, and he has all these United players, and United are, are not are not performing at the moment. Varane's come back, um, so hopefully that helps to shore up the defence there. So you might have a. They'll have Robertson back as well, but they got Chelsea away, which is probably yeah, that's what I mean. So <coughs> I failed to see where um, he's, where he's going to get all these points from. Didn't Varane so, got injured the other day? Uh, I think he's the okay. I'm not 100 percent sure of the extent of it. Mm. To be honest, I think it was a knock, but I could be wrong there. I'm not, not okay. sure. Let's flick over to George's team then. What we got here? George's team is distinctly above average, but not. Great, I'd say. Um, oh, he picked up He's definitely, a, definitely an upper tier team. I mean, he's, oh, he's the highest yeah. scorer in the league. Um, but uh, I don't. I mean, he, he's got better fixtures than Connor, and he's got a better yeah. team than Connor. So you'd think he's probably going to win. 
Um, yeah. Rafinha at home to Burnley, especially if they get a double. I can't remember if, if they were in the list or, or not of people that might get a double, but Rafinha's at home to Burnley on its own is a great fixture. Son away to Watford is fucking fantastic. I think Reguilon's a fantastic pick as well. And that's the kind of the core of his team. Those three basically yeah. sort him out. Uh, I wonder if he's actually going to ever drop Chilwell because he's literally out for the season. Um, <laughs> Warren at home to Newcastle is a good fixture. So, yeah, Jaws in for a, a half-decent week, I think. Um, so, yeah, I think he'll win that. Uh, next up, Mac versus Brad. I'll go to you, Mike. Have yes. a look at Brad's fixtures. What do you reckon? Right, looking at Brad's team now, he's got really good fixtures, actually. West Ham against Palace. Redmond, Newcastle as well. Possibly Brentford. More against what, you know... He's got some... Uh, Vardy at home to Norwich. Vardy's injured, though, I believe. Mm, yeah, maybe. Again, might just be Who knows? a knock, but I think it's quite soon. Vardy's kind of renowned for coming back earlier than you expect. Yeah, he is. He's a fighter. He's a trooper, so he could he could play. Um, Bit of Red Bull and Port sorts you straight out. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and I think McCauley's just trash. He has probably the... Second, probably second or third worst team in the league, in my opinion. I know he's got Tiedemans. He'll probably do bits against Norwich. Um, Bobby might play against Chelsea, but I don't know. I can't see him do much. He's got the CDM, Jollington up front. You know? Yeah. That might... is fucked. That is fucked. <laughs> <laughs> he was sorry. He was, what, he was bossing it. He was unreal against box to uh, box. You know, he was so good. <laughs> Where is that going? Arguably the best player on the pitch. And he, Should we yeah, go man. back to the best manager and actually say Eddie Howe to make Jollington <laughs> box to box player? Yeah. Mac has literally got the first ever forward. That is solely about Kanto points. <laughs> yeah. It's fucking wild. What? Yeah, that is. Where has that come from? I don't so know. weird. I like so, it. Oh, so weird. I like that. Sort of yeah, stuff. I love shit like that. Um, fucking funny. Yeah, yeah this team's gone downhill, and it it started yeah, but, bad, and it's got worse. The Abamyang thing, you know, has really fucked him over. Because if Abamyang had a decent season, I think Mac would be doing enough to get him like eighth yeah. or maybe 10th. But with no Aubameyang, like his first pick, it's pretty brutal, isn't it? Uh, the rest of his team is is not great. It all comes down to whether Cancelo gets him 20 points or not. Like that's, that's kind of how his yeah. Yeah. side has done it. So. I think Arsenal will score as well. I, I don't know. I've, I just think yeah. Brad's got a better team and he should win. I, I could see this being an absolute fucking walloping. This this yeah. looks to me like a 55-25. Like yeah. Brad's in for an easy week, if you ask me. Uh okay, next up, Dave versus Boar. And I think this is kind of a similar story, to be honest, because uh Dave's I quite like Kane away to Watford for Dave. Um I quite like Bowen away to Palace. Uh, I don't love Dave much of Dave's team to be honest. Um, and Martin Elliott at home to City is is obviously bad for him. Um, but I just think Dave's team is Dave's got a solid like forty point a week team. Yeah, yeah, consistent. If the other team has a bad week, he wins. If the other team has a good week, he loses. And like that's kind of what it comes down to for Dave. It seems. 
And when you look at Boar's team, I just don't see this being a good week for him, really. Uh, well, his whole defence is look at his, his defence is really poor. He's got, obviously, Van Dyke, White, yeah. Tavares and Tomiyashi. He's really, yeah. I mean, he's going to have to dabble in the waivers. Yeah, know. like he's going to need way. to drop at least one of those um, defenders. Um, but then he's, then you'll still have two Arsenal defenders playing City and then you'll have Van, Van Dyke away to Chelsea. Chelsea, yeah. right? Yeah, so... But minimal defense is a mess this week. I mean, it, you know, it, it happens sometimes. You have bad fixtures, but this week, yeah, his defense is fucked, and his midfield is distinctly well. Uh, average is probably awful. being kind. It's terrible. <laughs> it's not even average. I mean, look, right? Ball, Ball beat awful. me a couple of weeks ago, so I can't, I can't say that like his team will never do well because he got like fucking fifty-five points against me a couple of weeks ago, but. That was basically Sancho, De Gea and Ronaldo that got basically mm. all of his points. And they do have Wolves at home, which isn't the worst fixture, although I do think Wolves kind of are the sort of team that Man United will slip up against because Wolves are kind of better than you expect. Yeah. Um, and then Lacazette at home to City is is not good. And Werner at home to Liverpool is... It's a bit weird that he even has him. So yeah. yeah, that's that's got Dave Dave Wynn written all over it, if you ask me. Sorry, Boar. And next up, last game of the week. I think we can all agree we end on the stinker. Yep. Have you I mean Ben versus John? What a stinky matchup. And so yeah, it, it it doesn't look it doesn't look pretty, to be honest. Uh, we start with Ben. Mike, I'll let you talk about Ben's team. <laughs> I just keep seeing United away, like everywhere. Yeah, I mean, he's got Ake, who he should drop, in my opinion. Now, you know, he's got his use out of him this game week. Um, yeah. Brentford. This is all pre waivers, so we don't. Yeah, yeah, it yeah. It could be waivers happening. All right, if it's going by this, um, Pickford might get a double game week. Um, James obviously is now dead, as we've just seen, which is his best player. Probably the only player actually getting him any points. Um, Gallagher. Probably again, still out with COVID. Gallagher's out with COVID. It's not looking good for Ben. I think he's under the 20 mark this week again. I think, um, uh, yeah. And John, I, I, I don't know why, but I like John's team now. I hated it. But now I'm looking at Saka, Madison, yeah. Dennis, Eduard. I like it too. It, I hate know, I like it. I, like, I, I never, I hated it. And I, and I slated John for literally the first 10, 15 episodes of the podcast. I quite like his team now as well. Yeah. And, and like, even though he's not really doing much better than he was before, I just think like that is, it's the Lanzini, Madison, Saka, Buendia. Buendia They're all yeah. quite exciting mids. Like and even though like Wendy has not really done it yet, Lanzini doesn't always start. Madison, I think he he kind of hobbled off, didn't he, in the last game? Yeah, in and, Europe. And Saka's got City at home, so you know it's not doesn't scream points. I just quite like all of them. I like the Eduard pick. I like the Dennis pick. His defense should have decent fixtures. Um, yeah, I, I've kind of come full circle on John's team, to be honest. Yeah, John likes his team now. What's your opinion on that? Uh, Well, let me have a look at his form. 
because that that will tell you whether he, I think he probably does at the moment. Mm. I think the Madison he got Madison off the waivers, didn't he? And that that was a he got him at the exact perfect time. Um, John's won two on the spin, so he'll be happy. Sorry, well, um, go on. Bruyne just put an excellent ball into Foden, and it just yeah. slid past the post. It's, ne- it's nearly oh, a double hole for you. I don't, oh, that would have been <laughs> fucking. Oh, I would have had me cock out for that. <laughs> um, yeah, I think I, I, I think John's team is pretty pretty good actually. So I've come full circle on it. Right, that does that. I think that's about it. Have you two got anything else you want to talk about? No, um, not really. No, is it? Are we still on the uh, three weeks for the Afcon? Do you reckon? What? Yes. When is Afcon? Because someone fill me in on the so, details. Is it the third of January? I will, I, well, I'll tell you, Nick. As of Saturday morning, there yep. will be a video on the YouTube channel, oh, maybe fantastic. Friday, depending yeah. on how productive I am. That will tell you exactly who's going when they're going, when they're coming back, and who will be playing in their stead. That's my plan. And I'm hoping oh, yes. it's not too long of a video. But I reckon that's something that might be useful to people. Oh, Brighton has scored, I've just seen. No. 91st no, minute. Have they actually? Uh, it's just off. popped up on live score as I was talking. I've switched uh, games. I don't know who scored. Mount's yeah. also been booked. Oh, fuck. Uh, yeah, they have, yeah. Scored. <laughs> Danny Welbeck. Danny Welbeck. That guy, who and it's a assist? Cucurella assist. Oh, Nate. Nate Nate well Is that a thing still? I don't, Surely not. <laughs> I couldn't say. I, I no, couldn't he hasn't. Say. That's kind of <laughs> fucked me, actually. Rudiger's been booked as well, so that's a fucking one pointer from him. Rudiger, I haven't, would love I haven't even... to get red, in my opinion. He like oh, went really? two foot slide and he somehow got away with a yellow. And that was God. the 30th something minutes on that, probably before then. Uh, actually, I should have enough to beat Connor. I'm on 30 and he's on 10. If you got left to that play, should, that should be. I've got Jesus in this game, who's going to need to get at least two goals, I think. That's it, just Jesus. Yeah. Yes. I'm like, oh, yeah. Should. I've still got Maguire. He's got Burnley at home, so I should be. I yeah, yeah, Burnley will score. Probably will wait, yeah. I don't know. Yeah, but I'll have a, I should have a I'll have a clean sheet. I should have a clean from Bernardo and Laporte. So yeah. You need you need you need City to concede and then Jesus to score back two goals. I need a miracle. You need a miracle. Again. <laughs> yeah, that's that's what it sounds like to me, Mike. You need, you might need a miracle. All right then. Uh yeah, so the AFCON video will be coming up. I'm going to try and get it out on Friday before the deadline of um, the game week because it might alter people's decisions before this game week. So I'm going to try and do it Friday. Uh, but yeah, the plan is to to do a bit of a deep dive on who's going, when they're going, how long they're going to be gone for. So listener, look forward to that. Uh, other than that, uh, I guess there'll be... There probably won't be a waiver video for a while because the next game week's not for like two weeks after this one coming up. Uh, there'll be another podcast next week that may be mid game week if we got doubles so that'll be interesting uh, that'll probably be Tuesday I reckon probably go live on Tuesday so maybe next Monday night we'll record uh, but yeah other than that like the video subscribe to the YouTube listen to us on the uh, 
audio, the the Spotify or the Apple Pods or the Android shit that Nick uses. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, yeah, that's that's all. So we will see you next week. Yeah, <gasps> go. Ready? Foden. No. Offside. Offside. Such a rat. You're not, it's not even true. Oh, he's way oh, offside. And it was a Jesus ball in as well, Mike. I know. Oh, you're such a rat. Oh, he's well oh, offside. You're worse. dangerous. Yes, he Bilba is. for My Foden. Fucking guy. No. I don't want Bilba. I think he's overperforming and now it's like he's at bay. He's still great, him. but. I don't, yeah, you should trade them earlier. He's playing like a deeper role, it's pissing me off. Right, I'm ending the show now. Goodbye.